podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red. As you can tell by my voice, I am not Dave. He is unfortunately quite busy today, so rather than putting this out probably like 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, I'm just going to do it instead and go through Klopp's press conference, which seems to fall every day I have to do this. Well, at least it gives me something to talk about for about 10-15 minutes or so. Uh, but this was quite a quite a short one, and they kept asking the same questions, so this might even be a short podcast. But hey-ho! Um... Yeah, so basically, for the pre-Leeds press conference, they asked one question about Leeds. Um, but the first thing he talked about was the title race being back on. Obviously, we beat Norwich in a probably uncomfortable game, considering it took us a little while to, to get ahead, but once we were, we were probably never losing that one. Um, but more on the fact that Man City obviously lost to Tottenham on Saturday. Um, Klopp said himself, he... he, he he pretty much, I think he said he went out when it was two all and just expected it to finish like that. I think he said his driver told him it was three two, thinking it'd be Man City and it was Spurs. I, mean, I don't think any Liverpool fans been as happy for Harry Kane doing well. Um, but yeah, it's a great game. Spurs seem to have uh, some sort of hold over Man City. Um, I mean, it helps us great in in this regard. We obviously. I think we slipped up against Spurs ourselves, but at least we got a point out of it, I suppose. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it was a great result for Spurs. It's a great result for us, more importantly. Um, and it kind of shows Man City can be got at because they obviously attacked quite well, still getting the two goals. Didn't create loads in the first half to memory, but it might be a good indicator to people that you can actually hurt Man City because half the time when I watch Man City games, it's people... Just pretty much playing fear, playing football with fear. It's, but I suppose not every team has Harry Kane, um, Son Heung Min, etc. in in the front line, and and good players like Romero and even Eric Dyer seems to be uh, important for Spurs nowadays. But yeah, it's uh, it at least shows people can hurt them. So you're probably looking at teams like Wolves, maybe Crystal Palace are a bit. Bit of a uh, bogey team for City, if, mem- if memory serves. So hopefully teams like that can can help us in the second half of the season. We'll have to obviously uh, do our bit as well. But that that's one of the other topics for that Klopp discussed. Um, but yeah, it's good to see that teams actually can hurt Man City, and they're not not the uh, same beast they were when we had our huge title um, title battle in the hundred point season and stuff like that. So yeah. Uh, and uh, Diaz and Diaz isn't this great. He is obviously good. He's he's a great centre back, but he's not. Well, personally, he's not in the Van Dyke class, is he? Let's be honest, people. Especially when Van Dyke was at the peak of his powers, which he seems to be getting back to, which is lovely stuff for us. Um, 
But Klopp said nothing's changed. We've still got to win all our games, which he, I basically agree with. We obviously have to go to the. I think we have to go to the Etihad and win. If obviously we we're both perfect in that regard, um. But yeah, we we do have to win as many games as possible because this Man City always go on big runs. So do we, um, at times. But I think quite a lot of ours is fitness dependent. I, if Thiago stays fit. This our run will probably continue. That's probably how I'd look at it. We've obviously had midfield issues most of the season, but as I said, I think last time I did this one, we've probably got more options now than ever. So, yeah, hopefully we can rotate Thiago, keep him fit for the games where we think we'll need him. Um, and yeah, hopefully we can rotate our way to to a, a huge run. Probably not win every game because I'd be. Well, that'd be magical, but it'd be a, it'd be a, it'd be a great run. But if we if we can keep ourselves competitive with City, see what we can do at the Etihad. Yeah, the, the title race is at least back on because over the winter period, probably before everyone went to Afcon, because I think that's when everyone it, it was the Chelsea game, wasn't it? Uh, we drew with Chelsea and everyone was well, me myself included, not everyone, but um, I thought the title race was over and we've just kind of been great since then. And obviously, Man City have had the the odd slip up, um, and we've kind of reeled them in a bit. Obviously, had the game in hand that we play. <laughs> this pre-match press conference was for, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's good to see. It's good to see the title charge back on because free free competitions has become four again. So great stuff for us. Um, now, club was asked about the. I think he made them ask him about the Leeds game more than anything, and he mentioned that they do a lot of running. I think he said they were top in three of the uh, running stats like more sprints and stuff like that I didn't uh, I didn't um, type them down which ones exactly but yeah obviously we know what leads are they, they man mark around the pitch everywhere they basically try to outrun you and it seems to have been especially the first year because obviously Leeds have had a, their own struggles with injuries and stuff and uh, basically their spine's been out quite a lot of the season um, is they will try to just physically outrun you outwork you out hustle you and it seems to be the good teams are able to play around that that work rate that pressing that man marking that we all know Bielsa does and loves um I, f- I can't remember if we've dropped any points to lead since they came I don't think we have unless I'm drawing a huge blank um but yeah I think we have especially if we're playing Thiago in midfield we, we know he's kind of unpressed it in unpressable, I should say, and Naby's obviously very hard to press. Uh, Fabinho, you don't really press as well, so we have the options there that should be able to see off. And they are missing people like Calvin Phillips and stuff, who is their best midfielder by a lot, by a million miles, I'd probably say. Um, so it is interesting, but Leeds obviously kind of just above the relegation scrap, but they are getting dragged back into it. Um, they are obviously desperate for points. We obviously need to win, as I mentioned with the title. Uh, the title race, but it'll be a it'll be a tough physical game. I mean, but I mean, Man United put four past them. I think Everton put three past them. Everton dreadful. Man United not much better. Um, yeah, it it should be a game for for well, if you're talking football, uh, fantasy Premier League. I'm sure everyone's captain Mo Salah, uh, considering we played Norwich and Leeds. So yeah, I. I I think this is one where our forwards may have to fill our boots, but uh, that will be out without um, Jota and Bobby, who were injured. They're still hopeful for the for the cup final. Um, 
but yeah, it, out, out of this game, definitely. I think they're the only two injuries he mentioned. Um, so everyone else is fit. <clears throat> we might get an Origi or a, a Minamino thing just to do a bit of rotation, but we'll come on to that in a sec. Yeah, it Leeds should be... It's always a fun game with Leeds. It always is a fun game. Apart from the Harvey Elliott incident, which just popped back in my head. Um, but yeah, we were obviously winning that game quite comfortably before. So we, I think we do have a good record against Leeds. And we have to continue it, especially at Anfield. Especially at Anfield. Um, then Klopp was asked about rotation in terms of... We obviously have the League Cup final on Sunday. Then we have the FA Cup, which will probably definitely rotate for. Because Klopp and the Cups, you know that. But this is the final at the weekend and we know we have to protect some of our players um maybe Kelleher gets a game just to warm up ahead of the final I'm not sure if Klopp's ruled that out um but probably not um because Allison is just phenomenal at the minute and you and usually is but he just seems to be in better than ever form at the minute um but rotation ahead of the final I mean the question at centre-back Matip's had a couple sloppy performances maybe Give Kanate another game before the final, but it wouldn't surprise me if he just drops him in randomly because he's well, he did that with the Inter game. To be fair, I think he's done it in the past with other Champions League games, and uh, I remember him playing against Man United and whatnot. Um, obviously, midfield's been contentious. We we do have to protect uh, Thiago mostly because we know he does pick up the injuries. Um, for the final, I'd probably expect Fabinho, Thiago, Henderson. And we know you don't want to play all them, all three of them playing ninety minutes. So maybe Thiago and Henderson rotate, and then you play, I don't know, Jones or Naby or something like that in in the other role, and then you can sub sub whoever on and off. Um, but yeah, I think there will be a tad a bit of rotation, but I think it's more you got to protect Thiago anyway. Maybe he'll start, maybe he'll come off early, etc. But I think there'll be a bit of protection unless we desperately need Thiago on the pitch or something like that. Um, and the forward lines, obviously, a couple injuries there, as I mentioned at the start. Maybe Yurigi gets a start for... and Obviously, Salah's kind of wanting to cement his legacy of the golden boot, so he'll probably play. But maybe rest Mane, because he obviously played the central role. You could play Mar uh, Minamino or Origi in the central role. Um, and if D if uh, Jota or Bobby's fit for the final, you'd imagine Diaz would be the one to go on the bench, you'd think. So maybe Diaz is definitely starting. Um... But it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see. Um, as I mentioned earlier, Leeds have their own injury issues. I don't have the whole list in front of me, but we know they're missing Cooper, their captain. Calvin Phillips, their probably most important player. And Patrick Bamford, is. I think he's literally their only striker because I think Dan James has been playing up front uh, most of the season. And he's obviously a winger. Um, Rafinha's kind of been a bit out of sorts. I think he, he, I think he scored twice against United. I know he certainly scored once. So yeah, it's it's a strange one, but they do have they still do have good players. Jack Harrison's a good player. Rafinha's excellent. He's obviously kind of linked to Liverpool at times, and I would not be against that at all. He looks like a really good player, and we obviously love Brazilians, so <clears throat> he'd probably fit the bill. Um, but yeah, they still have they still have danger uh, danger men in the team, um, and it'll be interesting to see how they tackled the game. Um, yeah, it wasn't really that long a press conference, to be fair. It's pretty much the last thing asked was about Joe Gomez, and he kind of led on to people in the squad kind of being patient, waiting their turn uh, for minutes or whatnot. It's 
it's it's great to see Joe Gomez back. I, I think I've said that. I'm not sure if I've said this on podcast, but I've said it on WhatsApp and other stuff. I think Gomez is slowly up quickly has become probably our most underrated player for me. Because if we go back to eighteen nineteen at the first, especially the probably the first third of the season, Gomez was phenomenal. He he was probably maybe outdoing Van Dyke. He was certainly on the level of Van Dyke. I can't remember what game he got injured in, but he picked up an injury, and I think he kind of lost his spot to 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 Matip and Lovren and stuff like that. And he was obviously in and out with injuries and stuff like that. But Gomez for Gomez for a spell was just an excellent centre back, and I think the thing with Gomez, you, you look at the other centre backs we've got. I mean, Van Dijk six foot five, a tank, Matip two two hundred foot tall, Canate. Look at the size of it. I know I know Gomez is not small, but in compared to the centre backs we've signed, he's not exactly the blueprint Klopp centre back. Or, or to my eye, he's not. So maybe Gomez is kind of fighting. Not an uphill. I'll word it as an uphill battle, but I'm trying to think of another word. But it's kind of fighting maybe against what Klopp ideally wants in a centre back, and he did that for a long spell because he was bloody excellent. And the Van Dyke Gomez partnership, what was a thing of beauty, and I do kind of want to see that again. But we have he's like we have the best set of centre backs in the league. I think I think that's kind of indisputable. If he can be back up right back at the same time, which gives him minutes ticking over until we need him at centre-back, or if we get an opportunity at centre-back, I mentioned uh, we have the FA Cup uh, next midweek, I think. Um, so maybe Gomez gets a game in his proper position there. <clears throat> um, but it's it's great to have Gomez back. I, like, I remember people saying Nat Phillips was well ahead of him at the start of this season and stuff like that. I, I just think that's a tad disrespectful. Like We all appreciate Nat what he did last season, but Gomez is... He was one of the best centre backs in the league. Like for me, if he plays regularly, he's the best English centre back. And that's probably not the biggest statement considering Harry Maguire is the mainstay of England and stuff like that. But yeah, Joe Gomez, he's an excellent player. He he, he is. He is. Um, and that's pretty much it, really. Um, I'll do a quick roundup of what's happened on Anfield Index because we released every podcast. In, in our repertoire, I think, yesterday. Uh, let me just open up the website if it stops being slow. Um, so we've got Desi, uh, the Desi pod. Um, we have Under Pressure, we have Rival Recon, we have The King and AI, we have Molby, we have Scouted. Um, we've got... Uh, that's pretty much it, but we've got Raw tomorrow. Um, we'll have uh, Nina's show tomorrow. I think it's Nina, I'm pretty sure it's Nina. Um... So yeah, it's going to be a busy week and then we get the build-up to the League Cup final. I'm not sure if Harry's doing a rival recon. Possibly not because he doesn't usually do it for the, for the Cup. But I'm pretty sure we're doing an AI scouted. So that'll be on Discord, etc. Um, but yeah, it'll be a busy week. We've got a Cup final to look forward to. Um, but yeah, as I mentioned, yesterday was very busy for me and Nina and everyone recording. Um, but yeah, all them pods I listened to came out yesterday. So if you're looking for something to... To listen to before the game, I think a couple of them go go on to the cup final as well. I think Desi definitely does. Molby did, um, and I've, I've bad luck to it. King and I, King and AI did because it's about the League Cup. So yeah, plenty of plenty of content ahead of um, the cup final as well. But uh, that is it from me. Probably bit Dave back tomorrow. Um, but yeah, he'll probably do a bit more on the game itself than I did. Uh, but thank you everyone for listening. Goodbye.
We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.